the SECURE Act was signed by the President on December 20th of 2019. This law has several major changes to retirement rules. Today, we're going to focus on the changes to the RMD rules, or the Required Minimum Distribution. This rule has changed, meaning what used to be you had to be 70 and a half. Now you have to be 72 to start taking required minimum distributions. And this change will impact retirees in a very specific way, and we'll discuss the details of that and some strategies surrounding it. What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore. Tony, we're going to talk about the new SECURE Act. It's been in effect um, a couple of weeks now. And I wanted to break it down very specifically and keep it tight today because we, we'll do other shows on this. I'm going to bring the lawyers into it as well. But today I want to focus on the required minimum distributions and the changes that happened as a result of this new SECURE Act. Did you know that it got passed? I did. Yeah, I had heard that. Yeah, it, uh, just uh, before the end of the year in, in December, it got passed and, you know, uh, they they got it through. And I know there's some good things and some bad things in there, but I think you wanted to focus on just a, a, part, uh, a specific area that's going to affect a lot of people. And I think that's good. Uh, a lot of changes in there, really. And so we'll probably break it up into a few shows, right? Yeah, I think so, because we don't want to overwhelm. Um, I, you know, just looking at it, there's a lot of different directions we can go with. But let's sure. just do a quick recap. So December 20th, 2019, it was the SECURE Act, and it stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement. <laughs> yeah, that's a mouthful. <laughs> so, they, so basically, if you wonder what... Uh, what Congress does uh, and how they spend their time uh, and how they bend them, twist themselves into knots to come up with an acronym for secure. You know, how to be some sort of intern that did that, you know, like, <laughs> right. we're, we're busy with the impeachment stuff. What do you want? I got it. I got it. I got it. Secure, you know, retirement. Oh boy. So anyway, <laughs> So I'm going to focus today on the required minimum distribution part. Now, we just did a show in 2019 on required minimum distributions and the details on it. So if anyone listening wants to go back to that, actually, I might take it down because now the, now the data is outdated. Yeah, but, we should probably ax that one and have this one. Uh, this is the updated fresh version for the new year. But I talked about some pretty cool strategies in that one. Well, we'll touch upon them. So the big change... Sure to the required minimum distribution. So just for the listeners- Are you going to call them RMDs or are you going to spell it out each time? Well, RMDs, remember what um, you said it stood for? Really massive donut. That's right. So that you- RMD, really massive donut. So at least donut, you're consistent from year to year. You, you remember what the <laughs> stupid jokes that you say. <laughs> I do remember. Oh, God. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, the RMD age used to be 70 and a half, which was annoying because the half a year is always confusing. Well, yeah. You know, what are you, when were you born? I was born in May. All right. So that, what are, you know, 
Um, so now it's just 72, which is great. Makes my life easier. Yeah. So, so whatever year you turn 72, that's the year you have to start taking required minimum distribution. Right. Exactly. Except that first year, there's that little loophole. That hasn't changed. That means um, where you where you have an extra six months, right? Uh, four months, yeah. So four if, months, it, four. It, sorry, yeah. if um if you turn seventy two this year, you have until April first of twenty twenty one. So you have April first. They give you that four month leeway or three month leeway, I should say, January, February, March, and that's usually because people miss it that first year. They just forget, you know, it's new, and they. So, but the, then if you do that, if you do that. If you turn seventy two and you forget, and then you have the, and you get it in that window, um, you have to take two the following year because you have to take the one you missed and then the one for that year. So you get double whammy, which could be tricky. But it's wor- it's better than paying the penalty, which you know what that is—the excise tax. Remember, the the penalty is like, isn't it crazy? Like fifty percent. That's right. Or something fifty five zero percent. So oh yeah, we don't want people missing their required minimum distributions and. Um, for those that don't know what they are, required minimum distributions. When you turn 72, that's the new age now, um, the government does a calculation uh, on the IRS, does a calculation on your IRAs and any deferred retirement accounts, and they say, here's what percentage you have to take. It's based on life expectancy tables. And they say you have to take that out and spend it or do whatever you want with it, but you need to take it out and pay taxes on it. And if you don't, we're going to hit you with a 50% fine or whatever you're supposed to take out and then make you take it out. So a lot of people get upset by that, but it is what it is. So now the rules have changed, and now it's to 72. So we got a, a year and a half, woohoo! an extra year and a half where the government doesn't make us take money out. <laughs> well, that's good, actually. I mean, that's a positive. That's one thing this act has changed that's really good for people, right? Just gives them more flexibility. The, the big question I've gotten so far, what about me? What about me? I'm already taking my RMDs. Does this change it for me? And the answer to that is no, no, no. The Secure Act states, I'm going to read it. This applies to distributions required to be made after December 31st, 2019, with respect to individuals who attain the age 70 and a half after such date. So if you've already reached 70 and a half before December 31st, 2019, and you had to take an RMD, you're still on the old 70 and a half rules. You don't get that. You don't get a bump up. Mm, you don't get you don't get any extra time or a year without that minimum. Yeah, tough luck. Uh, distrib- tough luck. Minimum distribution from your account. Of course, a lot of people out there are wondering, oh, why is this minimum distribution so important? And I know you said there's a penalty, Dan, but I think to clarify for people, and this is what what I was confused about when I first learned of RMDs a few years back, and that is, well, it doesn't sound like a bad thing to have to take why wouldn't i need to be taking money out of these accounts anyway to live on in retirement absolutely that's yeah. what some people yeah. ask you're right i uh, i think the stat is um roughly 80 percent of people take money more than their required minimum so that leaves about you know one in five that actually don't that only take the minimum basically the required minimum distribution isn't designed to help the people it's designed to get tax revenue for the government. So when you have an IRA or a 401k that you not, you know, you, you never you didn't pay taxes on it. It's all been tax deferred, which doesn't help the government any because you haven't paid taxes. When you take your IRA money, 100% of it is taxable. 
So they want you to take it so that they can get taxed. You know, they so you can get taxed. And a lot of people don't want to pay taxes, so they delay and delay and delay until the last hour, which was 70 and a half, now 72. So, um, but you're right. Most people don't, most people need it. Most people say, okay, that's fine, you know. So, but that's the real key is, are you one of those people? Or, or what is your situation? And by the way, the um, the new rule, the, the birth date is June 30th, 1949. That's where the cutoff is. So if you're born after June 30th, 1949, your new RMD age is 72. If you're before, born before then, oh well. You're still on the 70 and a half. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about that. So who does it really impact? And then I want to get into a couple of other specifics about it. But who does this impact, Tony? It's it's for those that can afford to delay taking from their IRA, which is not most people. I have a lot of clients that don't want to touch their IRA. They they don't need the money, which is a good thing, right? Right. But right. but majority of my clients actually need the money. Um, and most people need to take money from the IRA in order to live. That's the whole point of retirement. Then again, it's also the point of life, right? Well, you can't take it with you, so you can't. You know, you got to get it. You got to get it out of there sometime and spend it or give it give it away. Which, by the way. We did a show on qualified charitable distributions, QCDs. That you can't do until 70 and a half. They didn't change that. So they left that at 70 and a half. They didn't raise it to mm. 72. So it used to be easy to remember. Eh, you could take your qualified charitable distribution from an IRA, not pay taxes, satisfy the RMD at 70 and a half, same age. Now that starts at 70 and a half. So will people take money and do a qualified charitable distribution before 72 now? Maybe. So you, you still can is what I'm saying, but it's it's not the same. But people might not as much because it doesn't coincide with when they have to mm-hmm. withdraw. So exactly. for that extra time, all the, that's gonna <laughs> that'll probably negatively affect charities for a while. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right. Yeah, that's um, too bad. But so, I mean, yeah. theoretically, it it could it could it could stay the same. I I think so. People that are given to charity, <clears throat> their RMD to charity, obviously don't need the money. Um, so they probably still don't need the money and they can start taking, you you can start taking, you know, what's going to happen is going to be more Roth conversions and we'll do another show on that. But I think people are going, there's a very specific group of people that we need to address. And that's the people that are, um, they're close to retirement or they're hitting 70 soon. I have a lot of clients that have planned their RMDs as part of their income plan. So they say, all right. I'm going to delay Social Security, and I'm going to turn on my Social Security when I hit 70, and then my RMDs will kick in that same year. So they got this income stream planned on paper. You know, this is what it's going to look like. Well, that's going to have to change a little bit now because you don't necessarily need to take the RMDs at 70 and a half. We can delay that income a couple more years. So what do we do in the meantime? Do we need that income still? Probably. Can we take it from somewhere else? Maybe. Maybe we start taking um, IRA money sooner than 70 and a half or 72. See, <clears throat> conventional, I don't know if it's conventional anymore. A lot of a lot, growing up or when I first started and, and even when my parents were first retiring, I remember the rule of thumb was don't touch your IRA. Don't touch the IRA. Delay it for as long as possible. And this rule is delaying it even longer now, 72. 
my clients tend to take their IRA money sooner, even in their early 60s. Oh, wow. And the reason being is because you have to play it off of taxes and take the IRA money when it's most tax advantage for you. And that also means that it may make sense to take IRA money early to in order to be able to afford to delay Social Security, which I find Social Security income much more powerful than RMD income for a number of reasons that we've talked about in the past. So there's a lot of income planning that goes into this, and this is going to impact income planning for a lot of people, particularly those that are nearing 70. Which there's, which is the boomers, really. Think about it. The boomer generation is just, you know, getting this, hitting seventy. So, it's when you're supposed to say, "Okay, boomer." I don't even know okay. what that means, though. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. My son said well, it. Well, you know what? The other uh, day. You know what? I was. I don't know. I work with. Uh, I work alongside a lot of twenty-somethings and early people in their twenties uh, and early thirties, and I'm a little older than that, as you know. but and i'm not a boomer but uh i was giving somebody a hard time about what they were doing or the some trend i was given a some of the folks i work with a hard time and uh i went to lunch i came back and uh someone had written okay boomer on my whiteboard (laughs) (laughs) but we know who it was it was our editor mitch who wrote it and you're like darn tootin who wrote that on my my (laughs) oh i know who wrote it it was mitch giving me a hard time you know uh but it's interesting there's been a couple of big you know these naysayers or these um these procrast what are they called what am i thinking anyway people that predict the future um they have been saying that because the boomer generation is going to be forced to take RMDs, the stock market's going to go down because they have to sell stock to get out of the market and so forth. So that's going to lead to a correct, uh, you know, downside pressure on the market. Well, now that we've bumped this out a year and a half, maybe we've got a year and a half reprieve from that. <laughs> be curious to see what they have to say about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. I, that is that's interesting. Yeah. That's a good point, Dan. You're always bringing up the good points. Uh, someone's I, got I, you. To. Always, well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think what it is is you look at things from a different angle. Uh, because I've been hearing a lot of people talk about other financial, so-called financial experts out there talking about the Secure Act, and that's just a, another example of how you look at it from every angle rather than just you know the straight ahead. Uh, like most people and just uh, take, you know, they just listen to what other people say about it and take that rather than really uh, look at it and figure out, you know, hey, how could this work? How is this going to work? What are they doing? So now with RMDs, though, it is critical. And I'm sure you work with your clients to make sure they're set up ahead of time and that they're never missed. But you you talked about something about the taxes. And I want to go back to that for just a second, Dan, because when it comes to taxes, uh, that's why people might not want to wait until age 72 to start taking money out because they don't want to, if you're going to need that, depends on what they need the money for or how much other money they have, but you want to spread that tax burden out a little bit, I would think. Yeah, that's it. And, and you're right. Um, but I, I'm now realizing I need to go on my software and change my reminders to 72 instead of 70 and a half. There you go. I'm not really savvy. I have to get someone to do that. Um, So, (laughs) yeah. So taxes. Part of 
financial planning is tax planning. I mean, we spend more on taxes than anything else in this country, if you think about yes. it. So yep. I, I am a big proponent of being strategic about income. So just because the government says now you can delay to 72 doesn't mean you should. And like I said, if you delay Social Security, a good strategy, not not always for everybody, but a good strategy is to take from an IRA as opposed to, to taking Social Security early and delay the IRA. Because once you hit that Social Security, you turn that on, let's say you delayed Social Security to 70 and you were delaying your RMD, you're going to get the most income right then and there. Whereas if you're going to delay Social Security 70, why not take the RMD or not RMD, but why not take IRA distributions prior to when your tax bracket is lower, when your taxable income is lower? So um, a lot of times um, income strategy and income planning isn't just about getting the income you need when you need it. It's also about getting income from an IRA when it's most advantageous. As an example, let's say you're 65 years old and you don't need the income. You're delaying your Social Security and you need, say, 10000 from your IRA. That's it. And I might say to you, why, not, why don't we take 20000 this year from your IRA? And they might say, I don't need it. I don't want to pay taxes on it. I hate paying taxes. I said, yes. But if we take it now and put it somewhere where the government can't tax it again, at least you're paying taxes at your current tax bracket. If we wait till 70, you're going to turn on your Social Security, so all of a sudden your taxable income is going to go up, and you're going to have to take more from your IRA because it's a bigger chunk. So all of a sudden you're going to be paying more taxes when you're 70 than if you pay it some now. And so some a lot of people have a trouble saying, no, I don't need the money right now. Um, why would I touch it? It's not about needing the money now. It's about getting getting it out of the taxable situation now while you can afford it or while it makes strategic sense or while we're at historic tax low tax brackets. So this is going to play into tax planning. It's going to play into income planning. Um, I don't think it's going to impact as many people as we're going to tout. You know, there's going to be a lot of sensational news about this and so forth. I think the bigger changes to the SECURE Act are going to have an even bigger impact that's about stretching the IRAs, inheriting IRAs, how that's going to impact it. Um, you still So the amount you have to take out, that's another question I get, Tony, with this change. Uh, the RMD um, age went to 72, so does that mean I have to take more out when I first start taking? How's that going to work? Nope, that doesn't change. The tables, the same life expectancy factors are used. So you have to take the same amount at age 72 that you used to if you did. So basically you get two free years of not taking money out and then you take the same amount you would have anyway. However, I'll say a caveat. I have read that there's a, there are new life expectancy tables being devised. So by the time you're 72, the numbers will probably all change. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and yeah. I, uh, so that's a great teaser, though, Dan, for our next show or uh, an upcoming show, maybe not next week, but to, that you're going to cover and go into detail about the changes to stretch IRAs, what a stretch IRA is, how it benefited people and how that benefit is. Uh, at least some of it might be going away because of the SECURE Act. So um, are we, is there anything else you wanted to talk about today? No, that's it. I think you're right though. Um, the big impact is on this RMD change and the secure act isn't so much about 
you know, fine, you'd get an extra year and a half. And that does impact very select few people that are delaying. So they get that extra year and a half. What do we do differently? It's going to have a huge impact on people that haven't taken the income yet or that were planning to take income at 70 and a half. Just because they raised the age of 72 doesn't mean you still can't take it at 70 and a half. If that was your plan and it still makes sense, go for it. But now's the time to revise it and say, oh, wow, maybe I should change some things, right? But you're right. I think the bigger impact is going to be on inheriting these IRAs, uh, passing money on, how to do that efficiently. The SECURE Act had some major changes to that. So we're going to have to talk about that separately. I'll probably bring in the big guns, the lawyers to talk about it with me. Just not, you know, just because I think it's going to have a major impact on long-term estate planning, that kind of thing. So yeah, there's a lot of changes going on, but the RMD, I want to get that out there, update our show on RMDs because the age has gone up, which all in all, I like it. Um, I don't think it's going to have a dramatic impact on a lot of people, but there's a select few that it could, and uh, they need to know about it. Yeah, definitely. Well, that does it for time for our show today, Dan, but let our listeners know how they can contact you and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation to talk about where they're at with their savings for retirement or their investments, or if they're in retirement, their RMDs. Yeah, now's a good time to talk about it. It's early in the year. So if you're confused about the new rules, now's the time to get it done so that you don't so you have as much time as possible to make some changes. If you want to talk about RMD strategies, uh, you can give me a call. If you want to talk about rare, uh, really massive donuts, uh, you can talk to Tony. My number is 888-508-5935. Just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Tony, I'm going to be putting a blog up so all of our podcasts, our videos, and the transcriptions of all of ours are going to be on the website so people can, uh, if they don't want to listen to you anymore, then they just want to hear me, <laughs> they can tune you out by reading it. <laughs> uh, but they won't uh, get to experience all my bad jokes in real time. Ooh, good point. Think, good point. I think, well, I think uh, it's a valid trade-off, though. That's on dolphinfinancialgroup.com. Yeah. <laughs> all right, dolphinfinancialgroup.com. And that does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphi Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.